Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome to In All Honesty, the podcast where we get real about life and all the problems that come with it. I'm Michelle Elman and I'm a five board accredited life coach, public speaker, author of The Joy of Being Selfish and Am I Ugly? And I'm passionate about teaching people how to communicate, heal the wounds from the past, feel your feelings and ultimately giving you the tools to change your own life. This is the space where you get your personal development needs met. And we talk about all things growth, self-awareness and communication with complexity and nuance. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then stick around because I think you're going to like it here. Welcome back to another episode. Today we are talking about criticism and more importantly, why criticism isn't love and that if you grew up in a critical household, it will not only affect your self-esteem, but you might have a piece of shame within you, unfortunately. Because when a parent or an authority figure, especially in your childhood, criticizes you out of a supposedly loving place, you question yourself because you will never question the authority figure. So because someone is your parent, because they are your caregiver, because they are literally the reason why you are still alive, because they have fed you because of all of these things, you will never think they are wrong. You will think you are wrong. Not that you've done wrong, which would be embarrassment or guilt, but shame is when you believe you are wrong. So You might have heard, if you grew up in a critical household, someone telling you things like, I'm saying this for your own good. Or you might have heard the phrase, well, if I can't tell you, who will? There's a very specific, almost emotionally abusive component of criticism and constant criticism. So it's not telling you when you've done wrong or telling you how to be better or um, pointing when you've messed up and showing you how to work through those mistakes. It's about criticising who you are as a human, whether that's your appearance, whether that's your looks, whether that's your personality. So I know people who've been criticised a lot for being clumsy, it being made such a big deal if they break a plate, for example. And then you develop an insecurity around it because you think, well, what's so wrong with me that I can't hold a plate without breaking it or dropping it or it slipping out of my hands, yet everyone else can do it. Everyone else seems to be able to do these relatively easy tasks. And so it 
breaks our sense of self and it puts a hole in our self-worth. And the problem with this is if you grow up in a household like this, it affects how you are as an adult. And even when you think, well, it's in the past, it was my childhood, that's just where the, the way my parents were, even if you don't have a relationship with your parents anymore, even if you recognize that your parents had flaws or ways in which they were trying to be the best parent they could be, but ultimately didn't provide you the things that you needed, you will still have this element in you where you will start looking to other people in your life to fill this void. And it will happen either through people pleasing or it might happen through being so giving. So if you are a people pleaser, you will tend to give more and have a lot of guilt around taking. And if you do enough, you won't get criticised. And so, for example, if you were in a household where, let's say, your caregiver was really critical of your work, so even if you got 98%, it was never good enough, you will strive to work harder and harder. Now, how that translates into adulthood is, yes, it can translate into the workplace where you are the person getting into work at six in the morning and leaving at midnight, even though your peers, your colleagues are able to work from nine to five and don't work that hours you do because you want to overcompensate and you don't feel your work is good enough and therefore you compensate with the hours but it can translate into friendships it can translate into romantic relationships where because you have this aspect that is not just connected to you don't do good enough it's connected to you aren't good enough you then start overcompensating in your personal relationships by picking up the phone on the first ring, by making sure you say yes to every invite because what if they don't invite you? This critical component becomes also a part of your internal monologue and so you will have an inner critic that is very loud and will likely use the same phrases, the same words that the caregiver gave. So let's say, let's go back to the breaking of the plate example. If when you broke a plate, it was uh, the phrasing of, you're so stupid, I can't believe you did that when you mess up at work. When you mess up in a relationship, the phrasing in your head will also be, you're so stupid, I can't believe you did that. And so you'll have that voice, but it's not your voice. So how do we unlearn the criticism? How do we learn to talk to ourselves in a loving way. It's all about self-compassion and a person who talks about this a lot is Kristen Neff. She has an amazing TED talk but she also has some really great books that talk about it and she also has some great um, meditations and so does Tara Brack on healing that self-compassion part of yourself and I know there's a cliche around talking to yourself like one of your best friends or someone you love but it's very practical in the moment in the moments when you want to be most critical, actually talking to yourself with compassion. And if you've never had that person in your life, it can be really hard to understand what that sounds like. So a perfect opportunity to have a podcast is I can actually show you what that sounds like. You messed up, you got your dates wrong and you left a friend waiting at dinner and you thought dinner was on Wednesday night, not Tuesday night. And your friend has been waiting for an hour before you realise. And obviously you are too far away to make it in time. And you have this 
huge shame component. Now, obviously do the practical stuff. Make sure you compensate for it. Maybe send them a gift to apologize, rearrange another date and convey that you are genuinely apologetic and all of the things that you would do. And then there's a piece of shame that you have within yourself. Your feelings are yours to deal with. It is not that person's responsibility. And in that moment, you can say, I know you didn't mean to do it. It was a genuine accident. Accidents happen. People make mistakes all the time. You were doing the best you could. You were trying to juggle so many things and something slipped through the gap. And that is awful. But you've already apologised. You are already going to send them flowers. It's okay. You are okay. You are still a good person. You are still a person who cares about her friends. You are still a person who is reliable. And even if that person doesn't forgive you, I forgive you because you are a reliable person and you made a mistake once and that's okay. You might need to tell yourself that you are a good person over and over again. And essentially it's because no one told you that you were a good person when you were younger. No one told you that breaking a plate doesn't make you a bad person. No one told you that people People make mistakes. So you are needing to tell yourself every single thing that you weren't told. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market in that moment and sometimes when something that brings up shame triggers all of these feelings inside of you what it might do is it might bring up a memory in you from a childhood event and so you would have to go back to when you were that age maybe let's say you were five years old and you're being yelled at because you forgot an appointment that you needed to have, and so therefore forgetting this dinner with your friend has recalled this previous memory, you go back into that moment, you see that five-year-old child sitting there, and you take the adult out of the picture, the one who is shaming them, the one who is criticizing them in that moment, you tell them, I'm going to deal with you later, and you speak to that five-year-old, how that five-year-old should have been spoken to. And let's say that five-year-old is crying, then you comfort that five-year-old, you tell that five-year-old, I know you feel guilty, I know you feel bad, 
it's okay that you feel guilty. That means you have a conscience. And also, you can forgive yourself. You are allowed to forgive yourself. You can let go of all of these feelings. You don't need to carry this guilt. You don't need to carry this shame. The shame doesn't belong to you. And you should have never been taught you were a bad person for missing an appointment, for breaking a plate. Whatever that conversation needs to take place, have that conversation. This is actually how healing happens. Healing isn't just about healing what happens in the moment. It's about going back because all of these emotions have threads. And so even though the thread has popped up around this missing an appointment or because you've forgotten something or because you broke a plate or whatever it is, it's connected to a greater thread of shame that will be affecting who you are as a person. And when you start healing the past as well as the present, that's when you are liberating parts of yourselves because you should have never been criticized when you were younger. You should have been told when you were doing wrong, but you should have never been criticized as a person. And if you grew up in a household where specifically they criticize your appearance that is a way that you will never feel good enough in adulthood because when you are criticized for being too fat for looking a certain way ultimately no human looks that different as they age therefore whatever was true about you when you were younger whether it was the fact that you were chubby or whether it was the fact that you had acne even if the acne disappears even if you lose weight all of these things, all of these feelings inside you, they stick there. And so it's about also teaching yourself that you are good enough in the way you look and that the person who taught you that you were never good enough was what was wrong, not you. You weren't what what was wrong. The reason why we don't believe that our parents are wrong in that instant is because in order to survive, it is actually evolutionary to always trust and believe your caregivers. As I said earlier, they're the person providing you food. They're the reason you're staying alive. So you need to be able to trust and rely on a person. But unfortunately, a lot of people were brought up by people who didn't have the personal development they needed themselves to raise another human. And therefore, if they don't have the skill of self-compassion, if they don't have the skill of being able to teach how to grow and learn from mistakes without shaming someone, they are just passing on generational problems. And so if they were shamed by their parent, then you're going to be shamed by your parent. But this is where the cycle ends, by learning this self-compassion piece, by recognising that criticism isn't love and that a job as a caregiver, whether that's a guardian or a parent or even a teacher, is to make someone feel loved and know their strengths and know what they're good at. And also teaching them that they can survive mistakes and that people do things wrong all the time but you need to learn how to apologize you know need to learn how to take accountability all of these things can be taught without the shaming component so if you did grow up in a household that was really critical the main thing I want to say to you is that I'm so sorry I'm so sorry you had to go through that you didn't deserve that and you can unlearn it now One thing that also might happen if you grew up in a critical household is you might criticise when you love someone because you got taught that was love. And so when you are loving someone and whether that's in a relationship or in a friendship, learn how to have conversations without that criticism component. Learn how to have arguments, difficult conversations without making it personal, without criticising the person as a human. Criticism is actually very rarely necessary. This whole idea of constructive criticism 
often disguises the fact that people are giving out opinions when they've not been asked for. So even as a loved one, unless your opinion is being asked for, then make sure you boundary your opinions. Say to someone, if you want to give a really opinionated piece of advice, then say, hey, I really want to say something, but I don't know if it's any of my business. Would you like to know what I think about blah? This is about having boundaries and therefore it's not just offering up constructive criticism supposedly, it's about boundaring when your opinion is needed because just because someone was your caregiver doesn't mean they also get a right to your opinions. So we've been taught so many wrong things around criticism and unfortunately we then pass it on. So be very aware when you're communicating with your loved ones because even though you don't intend to, if that's the way you've been taught to be and that's the what you grew up in, it's likely to seep out and having that self-awareness to know, oh, actually, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of this. Oh, actually, I can say this a lot nicer. Actually, I don't need to say this. This is none of my business. That's how we learn, grow and improve. And so that's your piece today. And so if you've ever wondered why, as an adult, when people criticise you, whether it's your boss or someone random on the street, you feel like you are five years old, it could be because you are regressing to five years old. And some physical, practical things you can do in the moment is put your hand in your heart, remind yourself you're safe, remind yourself that this person's opinion is not the opinion of your parent, is not the opinion of your caregiver, and that you are loved, you are safe, you are out of their environment, and you don't need to carry it anymore. Saying things like, this is not your shame, you don't need to carry it, it doesn't belong to you. If you're a visual person, literally visualise putting that shame from inside your heart into a black paper bag and taking it from out of your body and dumping it into the bin. Visualising that will really help get that emotion stuck from outside of your body and recognise that you've been carrying something that never belonged to you in the first place. We all deserve to be loved just as we are and criticism does not help anyone. Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this episode it would mean the world if you could leave a review wherever you are listening to this and share it on social media. Tag me in so I can share it too. Come find me at Scar Not Scared on Twitter, Instagram or TikTok. We do fun things on there like Q&A Mondays and on Friday we celebrate your boundary wins so there's a whole community of people who want to grow and heal and are just like you and we are waiting to welcome you whenever you are ready. In the meantime make sure to feel your feelings, set some boundaries, Communicate in the way you want to be communicated with. Ask for what you need. And I know sometimes you forget, but someone loves you. And I'll speak to you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.